Rick Madison here with uh, the irreverent. Mark Gotra, welcome to the big show. Thanks, Rick. What does irreverent mean? I don't really I know, gotta... but I say it so that I sound smarter. It did work. Um, with it your... made me feel not as smart. You're wearing glasses. Is that part of the whole being smarter to try to thing? Try to think. It's working. I'm trying to look smarter, you know. And another word is lucid. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so... Uh, this this interview, if you were looking for uh, hard-hitting content and localized content, you might want to keep looking um, because <laughs> we... I don't even know why I'm here. Well, here's the thing is, is every now and then I, I pick a, a subject or a guest that really is is just here to make me smile. Okay. And look. And, and you... That you Well, yeah. Yeah. So I the first hard-hitting question... Okay. Is is uh, you may or may not uh, run a company or anything. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But you also DJ on the weekend. Well, not always, Rick. I used to DJ quite regularly on the weekend. Okay. So we're in a gonna... live venue. Unlike okay. your scenario. Well, Rick. I don't think you have to yell about it. Well, I... <laughs> well but... I... If you've DJed, then that's fine. I think the um, problem is the microphones. Well, because they're different in a live venue, you have to get close to them. You I, do, don't you? And in this uh, studio scenario, you have to stay away from them. And that's probably why you're thinking I'm yelling. So please accept my apologies. No, oh, I feel awful about this. Now, if, if you were now, we're going to talk a lot about music because we can. You said something one time and it was actually brilliant. And, and it was because I mentioned off to the side in, in, a, in a throwaway comment that I quite enjoyed the music of Britney Spears. And I looked around and I said, I can't believe I said that out loud. And you said, you know what? People got to get it over themselves. If you like music and you like the talent level, just get over yourself. Is that something exactly. you would say? Is I think I would say something. I would ask everybody to check their musical egos at the door. Yes. You know, because if you go to a wedding, for mm -hmm. example, and if the DJ's allowed to, you know, play all the great music from all the genres, and heaven forbid we go back 40 years even, because there's so much great stuff. And everybody accepts it. Those are the epic parties. Those are the epic weddings, and especially when you have families and friends and all that sort of stuff together. That's when things are really good i don't think we dance enough to well, be honest let's just do it right now well well i've okay i've I'm done not. some i did some chair dancing today uh my daughter and i had had a song and it was i i'm gonna have to get it because because i i love that song but new shoes maybe new shoes i can't wait was the song right new shoes i can't wait what a fun dance song yeah you know and I don't even know if there was any newer shoes than that. I don't know. And okay. plus, do you even know if anybody was watching? You know what? I sometimes dance. <laughs> so, so. No, because that's all. Well, that's another thing entirely. Now, if you could, maybe, perhaps, I don't even know. Is there a song, a go-to song when, when the dance floor is dead? Like well, it is just... Is. What is it? You know, there's there's a bunch of them. Okay, don't don't tell me. Okay, I'm not going to tell. I won't say. Okay, you've probably heard this show, or maybe you haven't. And if you are listening right now, thank you. Um, I want to say that this this interview may or may not. Um, I don't think we're going to split the atom here. No. You know, and I I didn't want to. That's the thing. 
Good. Okay. Because we're not, we're not gonna. I mean, that's going to take a while. Uh, but I am curious. You've been around um, certain clubs, certain activities. Is is country music your thing, or is it pop, rock? Is there a genre that no, you enjoy? The well, most? you know, it depends on what. It's not about the DJ. Really, it's about whoever is you're trying to entertain you know you have to look at a crowd and govern yourself accordingly you know i mean you could have and in most cases when you're doing you know parties that are one-offs as opposed to a nightclub you have to play for everybody's you know what everybody likes so to speak which is almost hard to predict until you get into it and start doing so i don't have one particular genre that i prefer or anything like that but there's got to be so kind of like nitty gritty dirt band. Yes. Fishing in the dark. Yeah. That sure. is a classic. It's a get. surefire winner. It is, isn't it? It certainly is. Rick. Can you dance to it though? Sure can. If you can two step, you know well, how to two step. I, I, uh, well, there's two and then one and then two, right? I think so. <laughs> so if, if you were, do you do line dancing at all? Uh, no. At all? I don't. E-T-A all. No. <laughs> I, I don't, uh, but people do. Okay, people do like that. Now, is is that is that a twenty something thing? A thirty? It seems like the line dancing is a is a thing. I think that most mostly, uh, well, everybody like likes it, and girls like it a lot. And you get uh, you know every age group. Does how do that. they know the moves though? Well, like how just, do they do them? You know, it's a thing, Rick. Well, they I just, know it's a thing, but how do they know the moves? Who knows? How do they know the twist? Well, it's just. But it was just a twist, though. It's a small, but there's a sequence segment in pop culture. But there's a sequence of moves. There, That's why I don't is. like line dancing. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't want to be put in, you know, a, a little shape, and I don't want that. I want a dance, interpretive dance, interpretive like, dance. Yes. Like I wanted the music to ch- be channeled through me. That's right. And through my limbs. Okay. So that's what I do. Go ahead and do that. I think as long as people are moving in general, that creates energy and fun. I don't know how to line dance either. I've heard that, you know, that there's specific calls. You're not a dancer, are you? Well, I can dance some dancing. Right? Oh. I'm a, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm not much of an interpretive dancer like you are. Wow. Unless I mean, nobody's watching. You know. And usually people are watching. Yeah. I actually prefer a crowd, you know? Yeah, I know. Because if you, if you don't have a crowd yet, you certainly get one with some of the moves, exactly. you know? Exactly. And then some is of it, your moves. Is I mean, he good having, thing this is radio. Is he having a seizure yeah. or, you know. <laughs> or quick order him a seizure. Um, you have many talents. I only have one. <laughs> now. Well, let's go now, with what you No, said. but you, you have uh, a talent for photography as well as, as musical and running a business and all that kind of stuff. Tell me a little about uh, about the camera and and maybe why you like photography. Why do you like photography? Well, I suppose it's just an easier way to draw a picture. Because when I was little, I used to draw pictures, pencil drawings, and stuff, and that was apparently my only talent. I was hurt. I was told, but and so I find it so much quicker. That's not even exactly accurate, but. <laughs> You know, I think that um, there's such a huge difference from someone just snapping a picture than actually getting a fully manual camera and being able to manipulate all the the parameters of that 
tool and creating the same picture from the same vantage point of the same subject and one is spectacular and the other one isn't and that doesn't happen all the time but the reality is is that um it's almost once you get you know creating those those it's like golf you know that one and it keeps keeping getting you coming back when you hit that one oh yeah the one the one drive yeah so it's kind of like that you know i did that quite a bit at gallagher's on sunday well i'm the club just bent in my hand that's and I, I, I know, and and I, I mean, I don't know because, as you know, I don't golf. Right? No, you don't I, but very you well do. at all. Because the last time we golfed, I think, was a long, long time ago. But I don't care if you don't golf, though. Like, it really doesn't bother me if somebody's like having a horrible game. I don't sit there and go, "Oh, I can't believe I'm golfing with that idiot." Like, I sit there and I go, "Wow, um, not a great shot." But, but I, I think the part of it is. I love the social part of the game because I don't know if you know this. I talk a lot. Yes, I did. Uh, yeah. So I you've you've learned that over the years of knowing knowing me, knowing you. What song is that, by the way? Uh, I think that's an ABBA song. Oh yes, it is. Is that a surefire that. hit on a dance floor? Um, I wouldn't say it is actually. No, but it's a good one. I think after everybody you know loosens up and starts having a good time, then you can go into a lot more bizarre things like okay. that, which I think makes the party way funner than the same old, same old every time old. What's that whole? Uh, you should wear the T-shirt too. Yes, you can dance. Sign vodka right yes, that's right yeah that's yeah a, that's a good by one. all means <laughs> hit the dance floor you <laughs> you, you little guffer yeah. go get her sport <laughs> okay so back to photography because we had a little bit and of a, we went on the golf a little interlude yeah. there but you you like seeing it through a, a, a certain playing with all the settings and all that kind of stuff and then creating the image that you see in your mind's eye that's what you're trying to create with the photography right Okay. And that's really difficult to do um, because lots of times you look at it and say, oh, that'd be a great shot. And then you take a picture and say, well, that's not a great shot. And it's so much about vantage point and, and the parameters of the camera and all that sort of stuff, which we'd probably bore the people if we started talking about all well, that I, stuff. I, I think there's but, people, the, the, the problem has been, and maybe not a problem, but we have the phones. We have these wonderful phones that create... They capture great images and far more images now than ever before in, yes. in lifetime of society. But whenever somebody pulls out an SLR and and you know actually knows how to utilize it, the pictures are bigger, better. Like when I see an SLR picture compared to an iPhone, iPhone still or or any phone. I'm not a, an iPhone guy or anything else, but any phone. But it seems like the SLR you can manipulate so much more. There's a reason why. People still use that, of yes. course. And it's also about resolution. You know, you blow up the picture and it comes becomes granulated when you don't have the same resolution. So the SLR cameras will allow you to make a poster, perhaps, as opposed to, you know, uh, you know, a, a, any type of phones. Typically, they tend to become granulated when they're not just a little tiny screen. They look good on a little tiny screen. The other thing worth noting about phones is they're, they're digitally you know, touching up that picture. And there's a lot of real smart technology that goes on that makes it really great to point and click and get some great shots. And I think that's wonderful because, you know, there's so much uh, really incredible photos out of there that are just off the cuff, you know? So I think it's getting really great for that. 
But I have, uh, I was leaving my sister's place in Edmonton and we saw the Northern Lights in Edmonton. Well, she did. Yeah. I mean, she said, there's the door. Why don't you go find out how that works? That's what she said. <laughs> well, because I was But we're family. Yeah, that's and right. So you did that. that to family. But there's Northern Lights outside there in is. Edmonton. Right. And it was weird. So that's an excellent point because with an SLR camera, you could set that shutter to be open for five seconds or one minute and that sky is going to become so much, so much more brilliant as the as the the camera sort of saturates all the light that you're not going to be able to do as well on a well on a you, cell phone i'm guessing you need a stand well you or you need to be super boring <laughs> yeah oh just but yeah, you're right. The stand is a good idea. Well, it is. Right, let me write that down, actually. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind. What in your eyes, because you've you've done a few weddings, let's yeah. say a few thousand weddings. Um, what's what's a good wedding song? And don't say every breath you take, because that's about stalking, isn't it? Is it? I think it is. Yeah. It is. Plus yeah. you can't, it's really weird to dance to it. It's like, yeah, no, I wouldn't. So I wouldn't say it. So there. Um, what's a good wedding song? You mean like as a first song? Yeah, is, is something that you think, let's you let's even for, say okay, if, if they don't even have a song. Right. And so you're talking about the bride and groom. Yeah, the bride and the there. groom and oh. they're and they're doing they're doing a dance or something like that. Is there a song that you think is is just the the next level for? Yeah, you know, there's so many new ones that are there's so many popular ones every wedding season. It's, it seems like everybody's kind of doing the same couple of songs for that traditional uh, bride and groom first dance. So I I think there's one, I think if you go back in time and find something that's kind of classy, but also has the right lyrics to capture the Is moment. it Everly Brothers? Well, that's one of them, but I, I Etta James, At Last. Ooh, that comes to mind. I'm going to write that down. That's, uh, and, and, but there's, and there's other versions if you don't like the original. Personally, I think it's a, it's a masterpiece, the original, but maybe you want a newer version of that. And there's like, I think Celine does it. There's a few artists that redo that. Power of Love. But I think it's cool to be playing something from, you know, way back in the 50s. I'm not sure. I think that's late 50s or early 60s, that song. I think that's super duper cool in 2021. Well, it shows a respect, a, a respect for the uh, the music and the and the musical lyrical stylings. Etta James, right. hey? Yeah. So you kind of know more about just the 80s, hey? But I learned this from the people I get to, you know, DJ for. That song is um, from a, a really nice couple. That, and I, years ago, I uh, they suggested, oh, we're going to do this. And in the amongst of a, you know, uh, a wedding season where everybody was doing the same thing. And and then they suggested that. And I thought, oh, that's that's a good idea. And then... And of course, it went over beautiful, and I just thought, "Wow, that's cool." So and that it, your question reminded me of that particular scenario. And what what is the tradition? Daryl and Jennifer. That that was the bride and groom. Who was it? Daryl and Jennifer. Don't know them. Yeah. No, anyway, you wouldn't. <laughs> so, when you when they started dancing, is there a point? And and this is something I should probably know, but is there a point when everyone starts to join, or is it just their song? And that's it, and you cannot start on the dance floor. I would say that's up to the bride and groom, but I'm going to rephrase that. That's up to the bride. Right. And I think uh, traditionally it's been, you know, a 
block of three different songs and sometimes four, but I think it's probably becoming more common um, to see, you know, a first song start and then even halfway through you invite the party to join. And I think that's easier on the bride and groom because, of course, everybody's looking at them. Well, I know. And everybody's looking it's, at them. And, and, and it's, it's uncomfortable, I it think. It is uncomfortable. No matter who you are, unless you're you. I mean, well, obviously, I, you I like have a no crowd. problem with it. Well, I like a crowd when I'm teeing off, yeah. racquetball, squash, right. hockey. Well, anything yeah. I'm doing, yeah, activity-wise. particular. Yeah. But I think anything that intimate, you do feel the eyes upon you. Like, And I don't think that's that's great. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I think that tradition can go away. It can be a little uncomfortable. But, you know, it, it was originally for people to take photos and have memories. So I, I think suppose. if you still do a half of that, okay. too, and then you invite the other people. You're winning me over. I wasn't married to that idea. Well, that's okay, just Okay, I'm just saying. Sheesh. Gosh. Edit James. It's a, good, it's a good one. And people thought they'd have no content in this interview here today. <laughs> but <And> Including me. <laughs> Is it Jay Gautreau? Jay. It's, well, the middle initial. Yeah, it's Jay. Um, yeah. But it makes you sound actually quite, even, you know, you've, you've reached the station in life with the J. I can start using it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd put that on your card. I'm going to call the Visa Company. Uh, Richard J. Madison is actually, so we share a common initial. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Well, you know what? We learn a lot through the old show. Rick and friends. Right. Thanks for listening. Okay, so listen, I want to talk to you about something very serious. Oh, oh. Um, oh. It's, uh, it's been bothering me because I didn't know. Cats versus dogs. Where are you in this you whole know. spectrum? Like, is it is it felines? It's uh, is both. It, I like them. I like animals oh, in general. But I'll, okay, I'll, I think. Don't. Okay. Do that. Well, Rick. Jeez. I can't even. <laughs> Look well, at you okay, right now. Okay, so I, does it hurt straddling the fence it really, at all? <laughs> no, it's quite comfortable up here. Um, Watch for slippers. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with the the well, the dogs generally. As okay, you know? okay. But, although although I, I've I've had both as pets. Oh boy. Okay, now, never mind. Backpedaling is a weird question hurt. when you think about it. Not I mean, really. I mean, some people are probably gonna go out and make this decision based on what I'm saying. So, you know, I'm saying small property, small dog. You know. Listen, here here's the thing. My kid, my child, my loved one uh, was that an easy SBA? Get a cat. Oh. <laughs> You know, it's all about the was, individual. was at the SBCA camp and, yes. and came back home. And I said, how did it go? How was the camp? And they said, well, I'm starting to figure out the popularity of cats versus dogs. And I said, okay, well, what do you mean? They said, well, they had a puppy yesterday, but it was adopted today. And I said, okay, so how many cats do they have? And he said, 412. Oh, my. Yeah. I just thought to myself, you know what? We we have to, as as Bob Barker once famously said, we got to spay and neuter them. I you know? agree. Yeah, we we got to control the population. That's right. Otherwise, we'll be overrun with cats. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is high on, it's, it's one of my the things I worry about Well, while laying in bed. Talking. I'm thinking, you know what we should start doing is looking at the municipal election. And, you know, maybe it's a platform. It could be. Yeah. Like, no. listen, if you, if you're not more careful... Uh, you can really get yourself into a little bit of a conundrum. That's right. It'd be overrun. <laughs> you know what? Have you Stepping been to Mexico? On hairballs. Have you been to Mexico? Oh, I've been there. Yeah. 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 Well, 
Didn't notice many in the resorts, but... <laughs> but, it, no, but it is a thing. Actually, if you go to, to Europe, you know, you'll see that that's... In, 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 Whereabouts? Well, just in... in <laughs> Where are you in, thinking? In, like in Greece. How about uh, Athenos or something like that? Is that even a place? No. <laughs> Athenos? No, but I was... I, I, but I was there one time, and okay. there was, and it was quite a population of stray cats. Okay, and it okay. was quite a thing. And, and they were here, get, get, because we're from, you know, we're just Canadian. Yeah, and we're like, oh, cute cat and stuff. And oh, don't. Was there a lot that. of restaurants around at all? Lots of restaurants. Okay. Right. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe there's a tie-in. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that it, it can get away from. Well, it's it, a problem. It can, you know? and they're. You know? I didn't see a lot of rats and mice, though. Oh, oh look at you pulling it out of the chute, hey? <laughs> look at that. Because now the cat people are like, I don't think wrongly uh, this or is, untoward, Mr. Mark Gottrell. They might be thinking this sounds a little made up. <laughs> it is. We're, <laughs> we're making it up as we go. Listen, you eat out a lot. Why don't you, why do you do that? Well, like, what's I'm your problem? Super lazy, Rick. Okay. But, and I love food. Well, there's that. And yeah. when I was little, I worked in a restaurant that wasn't just making things out of a can. Yeah. And so that was interesting from a culinary point of view to throw some stuff together. They, and so, yeah, I've just always kind of liked dining out, Rick. Have you had a... So we're going to talk a little bit, not not to say that we can't eat out in Vancouver. So so where, where would you... I, if you were going to Vancouver for... Uh, let's say, because we should pick a category because there's, there's Italian, there's, um, well, there's various, various categories of food. Where is your go-to spot in Vancouver? Because you're there quite a bit. I am. Um, I, uh, there is a really great place that comes to mind called Cleopinos. I don't know if I'm pronunciating that properly. I doubt you are. But uh, Chiapinos, I believe. And it's in Yale Town, and it's absolutely wonderful. And it's kind of a Mediterranean. Oh, is it? Yeah, kind of a Mediterranean Italian fusion type of thing. Absolutely beautiful. I think it's fantastic. Um, sushi lovers. Mm -hmm. uh, Miku in Vancouver. It's right by the uh, right down on Canada Place. There, right by the water. Miku. There's waterfront hotel, and there's what is a Pan Pacific. It's right on the corner. That's Absolutely amazing uh, Japanese food, sushis, dishes like that. So those, here, are, those he, are some good ones. Here's the problem is, is once I find a place that works for me. Me too. I don't go anywhere else. And I think it it's, it's a problem. I'm trying to work through it. But when you find something, because I don't get to go out that often. And when I do... I have a trust level with that place and I sit and it's and it's fabulous. But the one time and I'm not saying this happens all the time, but I went to a place in Calgary. We walked in and and uh, there was an overarching fern that took up about four different tables. And I thought that was odd. And they had uh, kind of a rock music, Bruce Springsteen competing with ABBA on the TV on the other side. So I was already like my senses were overrun already confused i walked up to the front and i said I i'm sorry how do i order and she says oh <laughs> what do you want <laughs> and i said well i was i maybe the borscht like for a special 
I'm out of the borscht. Do you have any other choices? And I said, I, and I said, well, it was just something that caught me as, as good because I've heard good things about the borscht and, and she, uh, she was unimpressed with my explanation. So that was my one time when I thought I'd try something new in Calgary and it didn't work out. So now you're worried. About so now the whole thing is gone. Yeah. I think you need to keep trying stuff new. And one of the things about going out of town is we do that. There's so many great places that we know of locally. But when do you, you go out use of town, Yelp or anything? Or well, not really? No. No, I can't say as I do. Okay. Um, I, well, then don't. Yeah, and I and I won't. But <clears throat> well, no, I will sometimes. But like Kelowna, for example, where I mean, and Vancouver are two really great hubs for the culinary experiences. There's lots of great stuff out there. Well, as someone who's uh, been part of the Canadian Culinary Championships, so I I was part of that for a few years when it was in Kelowna. We have amazing chefs here. Absolutely. Wa- yeah. And uh, Waterfront Wines, uh, Rod Butters, um, various other people that I... Right. You should try um, Skinny Dukes downtown. Skinny Dukes. Oh, the food is absolutely amazing and it's really original. And Where the, is that? And the ambience. Bernard? Yeah. Yeah, it's right downtown. Yeah, Bernard uh, Bernard and uh, Water, I do believe. Yeah. Right Skinny Dukesers. I'd try her out. And, there, uh, you know, the, the theme of the restaurant is a 70s type of thing. And, and it's part of the same group as B&A and those sorts of stuff. They're okay. very creative. You should try it out. Actually, um, the, well, th- that family and, oh my gosh, I can't remember the, um, El Dorado, Jim Nixon. Nixon. Jim Nixon, yeah. yes. That's right. Um, they have created some amazing places, especially next to the B&A. There's that other uh, club boxcar i think boxcar anyway but skinny dukes yeah try I, it out. I could probably give it a run um try it. what what menu i what? suggest if you go there you try to sit at the bar okay and enjoy one of their cocktails they do great craft cocktails bartenders are great and uh i i just like interacting everybody's different but they have lots of seating choices for a different experience but you, the room is fantastic you seem extroverted enough to engage with the bartender well sure and that is part of the experience of sitting at the bar, isn't it? I think it? so, yeah. Like you got to sit there and you go, and they, they walk up and they say, you know, I love it when they're polishing a glass when they walk up. And, and <laughs> they, and because it, it feels. I'll have that glass. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're like, how, how's she going tonight? And I'm like, well, listen, you know, uh, she's been a rough ride here, Tiger. And I'd like to kind of tell you all about it. Yeah. We don't have those bartenders anymore. That, well, you, you know, just, I think we do. You just have to sit at the bar more often. Right? Give them a chance. I think so. Okay, just Skinny Dukes by Mark J. Gotro. Skinny Dukes. Try it out. Can we say Skinny Dukes? Yeah, I think you can do it. Unless they're mad at us for telling everybody wow. how great they are. Okay. Could happen. Well, Mark and I have been friends for oof. Oof. <laughs> Right? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, and one of the things that's uh, come up over the years is, uh, and 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 again, I, I don't want to say anything untoward, but... You say whatever you want, Rick. I, Go ahead. I have and can. Um, you may or may not uh, be with someone who is, she's attractive. She's a beauty. And and is it personality? Is it is it the humor? I'm just trying to dissect... Uh, yeah. How this is all happening. 
Well, uh, she is seventy uh, percent blind, Rick. So <clears throat> I think that, that has a lot to do with it because then it keeps that part out of it, and then we just um, she's a lovely lass, and 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 yeah. going strong, and she thinks the world of you. I know she does. Well, and you know what? I don't see it. <laughs> I know, me neither. Okay, so, um, anyhow, geez, it's been raining a lot. I, it's been raining a lot lately. Have you noticed that, Rick? There's a uh, lot of... But no, listen, seriously, wow. she adores... Now, is it, well, Rick. It, it... Would you say a little bit of confidence, a little bit of sense of humor for all those fellas out there that are going, hey, I don't have a shot <laughs> um, with anybody. And w- would you give that kind of advice it, and just it, say... It could be that, yeah. Because you remember, did you ever see the movie Moneyball? You know, I haven't seen any movies. (laughs) Okay, Okay, I'll go through the scene because actually it came up recently. I was I was doing a podcast with Pierre Polyev, the the fellow that's going for the conservative leadership. And I said at the end, a couple of reasons why I think you're going to win. And he said, what are they? And I said, well, one is. You have good man-sized hands. I don't know why that matters, but, but it does. And he said, okay. And then second thing is, I said, your your wife is a smoke show. And he, he started to laugh and he said, I'm going to tell her that tonight. And I said, because I got to say, if you've ever seen the, money, the movie Moneyball, that just means, and he said, confidence. So the scene from Moneyball is... They were going to pick this player and the other guy says, ah, I don't think we can. He goes, why not? He, he hits like, 285 and he he fields well and everything else and the guy says well his girlfriend's like a c and uh he says he says oh okay gotcha and the other guy goes what does that matter he goes no confidence <laughs> so it's actually a thing it could, it could be i am not i'm not sure and okay. and i i think you did uh the one thing which uh a lot of gentlemen or women can go either side, haven't done, which is ask. Yes. You did ask. Yes. You said, hey, not that you want to, but let's just say yeah. if a coffee ever broke out, would, would you, you be a part of that? Something like that. It right? was exactly like that. And then I think when it, it was, uh, the answer was yes, I think I said, okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> and then, you know, that, that was, I, know. I was like, wait, oh yeah, okay. Because I was just kidding. Yeah. Tried to leave. No confidence, maybe. Well, I think an endearing amount of confidence. But the but the mere fact that you even entered the ring, I think, is is uh, Uh, yeah. But it's a huge feather in your cap. Well, thanks, Rick. I don't know. You don't have many feathers. No, I don't. But that's that's a feather. And and (laughs) you didn't know I was going to ask you that, did you? Well, I think it's important that we're transparent about how we get to the places we get to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? You had the roadmap, yeah. and I want to share that with the audience. Oh, okay. All right. Good then. All right. Well, that was... Any other... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I... So confidence. I think if there's going to be a takeaway, have a little bit of confidence. And try... Ask that girl that you've been thinking about. Don't have any regrets, because here's something I should tell you about me, because this is really about the Rick show. I'm just... No. Yeah. There's 20,000... NASA has calculated there's 20,000 objects in in space that could take out earth right like just uh, obliterate it so, so you get on it well, yeah, why have any regrets what right. well, ask ask that person out i think so yeah give it a shot yeah okay straight from the rick and friend show isn't it weird though that when you text someone and then there's the bubbles 
and then nothing happens. Like yeah, it, it's like they said, mm, no, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> I think it is. There's a lot to be you know understood by the bubbles if they don't you know pop be, into some words. I think it's I yeah because almost well it's trust, isn't it? Like just tell me what you're thinking and text it out. Uh, All those spelling errors. I don't yeah. care even if they're a text. Yeah. Are you a spelling error guy? Well, I get a lot of ducks in the text, you know? Ducks. Yeah. Like Why? Tech, like, what the? And people sometimes. You they know, misspell that word? Well, no, so I do sometimes. I think the autocorrect might. Well, do you do you go to the star and do the, do the star instead of the U? Because I've seen that. And I think, you know what? Why don't you just... Why you just t- tell me, right? You know, no, I don't. <laughs> no, no, but you know what I mean. I have a problem it's with that... my right thumb, so I tend to put a lot of N's as B's and stuff. W- what's going on with your thumb? Um, well, it's big. The one, just the one. <laughs> did you smash it on a car door yes. like Keith Richards did? I, yeah. Which is why he can play certain songs for Rolling Stones. Yeah, so I heard that story, so I thought, hey, maybe... Did you read the book? No, but I heard that story, so then I, I smashed it on purpose, but then I realized I'm only like playing the CD player, so it didn't turn out the same. No, none of that's true. That's We're just... This is no, just, we're just... We're, we're, just, just we're just throwing this out there. Just but, in case anybody has. But you know what? Have you ever wanted to be part of a band? Um... Yeah, sure I would. Doesn't everybody kind of, it's kind of fun, right? That looks like a fun thing to do. I, I Probably, yeah. I, I think I would have been great in a band. Uh, I just... River dance? Musical uh, instruments really oh, allowed okay. me. And, and that's the only reason. Well, and I can't sing. <laughs> yeah, there's that. And so, uh, then my problem as well, I can't sing. You, you can't? No, I think you no, can. No, I, I can't. You you seem like somebody that's really distracted by their phone right now. Uh, really, I didn't see it. Even. Are you trying to run your business while you're doing the radio show? <laughs> no, I did. No, absolutely not. No, hey, of you know what? Not. These these people that are hanging into this with you, these hanging into this, they've hung up. <laughs> Look, I got to tell you, <laughs> holy, okay. we're going to offer something else on the next uh, go around here. But right now, um, thanks so much for hanging in there for us and. Do you have a favorite radio uh, personality in town other than a uh, person here, standing here? Well, I, I, I like Phil Johnson. He's good. I like Phil. I think um, I think he's got a tough job. I think he's really super diplomatic. I think he is, and he but does have I a like tough the job. Most, yeah. Rick Madison, obviously. Oh, oh come on. Like, you you're so don't. People don't even know how... How funny Don't. you are when they hear you on the radio because you're, oh, hi, it's Rick Battleswood. <laughs> you know, and, but you're actually quite a, a funny fellow. Be, be funny right now. Go ahead. Ready yeah. Go. Yeah. No, good. Uh, listen, oh, I dropped my pen. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. And, and this happened to me one time way back in college. I went to college. Was I was asked, um, I was thrust on a stage and they said, be funny. And yeah. I don't know how, like I just how much you. that kills someone who's actually may or may not be able to throw. Right. But I'm more of a reactive. I, right. I need something happening. Yes. Or I can tell a story, maybe. 
I don't know. No, I think that's very, very much. A lot of people are very reactive. So it shows how hard it is for the comedians because they have to write some stuff and just go with it and deliver it the right way. They do. And yeah. and you know what? And that uh, takes more work. Seinfeld said those little scratchy pads that he did, he, he it actually extended a New York City block if you went end to end on how many little... Because he would see something and... He would he would write that down and that would be part of a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you got to start doing that. I'm and, just saying. Well, I, listen, there's nothing happening right now. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you ever wake up and you go, "I'm just gonna have fun today." Like I'm just gonna, yeah. like I'm gonna mess about, as the English say. Yeah. I'm just gonna mess about, and that's what I feel like doing. I Good. feel like messing about today. I, I like that idea. I, so he, I, I wish wish I could do that every day. I'll try. Why harder? You know what? Patsy Madison, my wonderful mother, passed on years and years and years ago. She said, one time I was going to school and she she looked at me and she goes, have fun today. And you know what she meant? I knew exactly what she meant. No matter what happens, try to have the perspective of, how can I make this fun? And so you know what? Sometimes you got to do that. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I think we're we're changing lives right now. Yeah. (laughs) No. Okay. Okay. Here's one. Here's one. Okay. I yeah. went to the base camp cards. I keep I keep telling uh, people about these base camp cards because I actually it's a local company. Uh, they're doing quite well. They were on Dragons Den. Who hasn't been on Dragons Den? I mean, anyway. Um, but the song. The question is, which song do you always listen to during long drives? Which song, Mark J. Gatro, do you listen to as an ex DJ, current DJ? You might be able to see them at the OK Corral this Saturday. Anyway, uh, Long Drives. What, is there okay. a go-to song? Well, um, I guess it, not really, because here's why. I always listen to, you know, I have to and play all this. Do not stuff. make so me come over really, there. Here's the good thing. I think people will appreciate this, some people. How about like a go-to album that doesn't stop? In okay. between songs, okay. like Pink Floyd or something. Like, how about throwing on, you know, Wish You Were Here okay. from Pink Floyd and, and play it from end to end. Okay. I think that's fun. And you know what? I know it's not December. I know we're not supposed to listen to um, uh, Christmas songs right now. But uh, Chris Rhea, Driving Home for Christmas, is my tradition for Driving Home for Christmas. Wow. There you go. And it's not because it's the name. I mean, the name helps. Yeah. Driving home for Christmas. But it's actually, it's a great tune. Yeah. And so that's why a friend of mine drove from Ontario to Kelowna in his old beat-up Volvo and Jethro Tull, Iron Lung, the album, over and over and over again. And you were a passenger? No, thank goodness. Because oh. I, I don't think I could have listened to Jethro Tull that often. No. Did you hear about the guy that was uh, flipped over in his car and uh, Tears from Heaven played on a on a loop on his cassette player while he was upside down for about forty nine hours and he couldn't he couldn't change the song he said actually I don't know if I can listen to that song ever again <laughs> I didn't I didn't know of that but, but he's he's gonna be okay oh yeah you know well, that's the important thing here because it was wham wham. <laughs> Want another question for the base camp? Yeah, okay. Well, hold Am I on. Yelling? Am I yelling? No, you're not yelling. Um, would you rather explore space or the deep sea, mm. sir? The deep sea. 
Really? Yeah. Have you seen the, you know, the the, the Planet what? Earth series with the the, with the deep uh, some of those alien looking life forms that are down there and photosynthesis? Are we talking along uh, Mariana's Trench, like the deep I have deep? No, I haven't been there, but because um, yeah, that's deep. That sounds. And I'm not even about deeper the band. than this interview. It's definitely. Yeah. No, I <laughs> think I, I think there'd be more to see there. You know? it, well, okay. we don't even know what lurks beneath uh, the old waters there. That's right. About how about Okanagan Lake? Like, do you think there is anything lurking down there? Yes. Oh, really? Sturgeon. That's my guess. Oh, that's what you think the Ogopogo is from? Well, I, I did. I'm not. I don't want to. Well, no. You did. Any of the believers? You, you did. But okay. You offended I think them. it could quite possibly be a large. You know, in the past, it could be, you know, different. Um, um, sturgeon. Yeah, maybe you well, can say the word. <laughs> uh, say the word. Well, you know, like you know, one year. I mean, they, how long did they live? I don't know because a hundred and fifty years ago, maybe it was a different sturgeon, different generation of sturgeon. Okay, okay, could but be. there was there was that fellow from Japan who came here with a, a sonic and and seismologist and and all this uh, techno stuff, and he said couldn't find anything. Now I don't. <laughs> I maybe he was a poor fisherman. I don't know. Never, like a, it's a big lake. Awful fisherman. Like <laughs> like can you what if the the being sensed the fella and said, "Oh, you're down there?" Cuz it's 80 miles long or something yes. like that. Yeah. I don't know why I said miles. Cuz we're in I think you're right though. That's actually because what we've been told that. Yeah. So did you go through the imperial system and and then go did, to metric? Yeah. I did, yeah. Doesn't that screw you up all the time? It does because I I I think um, wow I'm going like a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, and, and I, people that sounds people cooler looking. than I'm going 140 kilometers an hour. Not that I ever would drive that fast, Rick. But I'm just saying I think that like in the Indy 500. Yeah, yeah. You, you know you watched yeah. the Indy 500 recently, um, and they're going 200 and they're qualifying at 240. One or two hundred forty-two miles an hour. I just, yeah. I just can grasp then, that because of, because I grew up. Now, are we luckier because we got both systems yeah, uh, under yeah, our belt? Are. Yeah, we are because in the you know when you start doing, I mean, it's just much more logical. The the uh, you know the metric systems based on tens. Hello, Rick. <laughs> what's with this twelve thing? And anyhow. and you know it's true though. Like I always used to do the conversion of how far are we, and I always still do the conversion in my head back to miles on how how far anything is. Yeah, and See, that's yeah, it's a cross I have to bear. So old Rick, and that's because <laughs> the young the young people they they don't really I they don't think more, that way. No, they Just don't. Saying. The kids today, hey, <laughs> exactly. What's this kilometer stuff? No, that's right. Yeah. It's a thing. Imperial versus metric. Thank goodness for that. That they, they switched it midstream. That's right. For our ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should go back to thinking positive about it and just say, hey, look the math is easier. Glass half full, hey? The math is easier with the metric people. And just look at the easiness of just the oh, grace. Okay. Yeah. But you know, when you when you go to this the store, it's still a two by four. Hey. It is. And if you go to the States for any length of time, whoof, right. what Who a does dizzying that? experience that would be for our little metric friends. Hey, yeah, exactly. Oscar, I thought I was doing the speed limit, you know, and, you know, gosh, 
You guys look a little glazed. You've been eating donuts. You know, it's a tough thing. You gotta, you gotta translate those things. Yeah, you know? I, I don't. I think speaking to the police officer as as it's such is is not gonna give you any favors. You oh, know what I, I don't do? Think you should. Do you know that. what I do with the police mm-hmm. officers, the yeah. peace officers? Yes, the peace. Officer. I always say yes, sir, no, sir, or ma'am, or whatever it is. And I, I I'm not saying they've given. They've let me off of tickets, but it doesn't hurt your chances. Right. Yeah. I think that's logical. Oh, is it? Yes. So I haven't created something new? Yeah. No, I think that's uh, probably the best way to go, Rick. It Although is. the rebel in you sometimes, not like not in me, I'm very, no, you're, very you're diplomatic. So, but in your case. You're not a rebel at all. You know, is it, man, you don't want to get you after a bad golf game. Holy oh, 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 what? Oh. Why'd you pull me over? Yeah, I do get a little persnickety after do, a golf yeah, game yeah. if I don't golf well. We were talking about golf earlier, and you just like the social aspect, which is why I don't golf with you anymore, because I spend so much mon- time in the bushes and so much money on golf balls. You know what you're doing? You're finding other balls, and I appreciate that right. about you. Listen, I'll talk to you guys later. Do you want to try talking in the microphone? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Okay. Because you're talking off to somebody else over Is that your guardian angel yeah. over there? Fairy godmother. But I, that's why I was wondering if I could get a pair of those headphones. Do you, do you remember the uh, back in school when they said, oh, you got to leave room for your guardian angel? And you're like, um, apparently my guardian angel is lazy and they can't float. They have to sit. Like, and my pencil case is right here. Like, I was just to say, I want to say that to the teacher, but I was too scared. Going back to your rebel thing, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't. But now, oh, you, now, oh, yeah. now I have the microphone. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, apologies for this show today, it's and uh, but we're having a lot of fun. And, and Mark's been a friend of mine for a really long time. Um, I don't know why that's necessary. I mean, to say that, but, but it is. It's I true, mean, you're you're it's a true statement. Yeah. Yes. I think we lost touch for a little while, though. Yeah, for like four or five. Yeah. Weeks, four were or five we, weeks. Were we? Were we fighting there? Well, I or? was in a coma. Okay. But uh, let's not talk about it. Carry on. Um, why don't you watch more movies? Like, how, how am I supposed what? to do this thing with when you don't watch movies? Like Top Gun. Top Gun. It's, it's sweeping the nation. Yes. Uh, you know, and I intend to maybe go and see this particular movie, but I'm not qualified to answer any questions in regards to it because I have yet to enjoy. Okay, but, but but Top Gun, if we were to remind ourselves, um, was a movie back when back in the 80s. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to ruin anything for anyone when I say Goose Dies. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but the sound, because you're an audio guy. Right. You're an audiologist and wow. you enjoy... You enjoy the the types of things that happen on the Top Guns, right? The surround sound and the DTS and all. Yes, that. and and yes, I, that is really a a great sonic experience when you watch an action movie. I think it's really wonderful to have, and and there's nothing better than the modern theaters. They've got it dialed right in. But one of the reasons why I haven't ran out and watched it is because back when I was a young lad. We is were, this a traumatic it's, experience? It's so much. It's more like, it's kind of like the guy upside down in the car with the tears of heaven playing that story you said earlier about okay. the fella with the crash and stuff. So there I was selling audio equipment 
from one of the local audio stores. And um, is that where we, your love of audio came came to being? Well, it was actually it was before that. Okay. You know, um, but we won't get into that. But ultimately, um, yeah, we sold surround sound systems. So we used to demo these TVs and the and the surround sound systems. And the movie was the original Top Gun. Oh, so, gotcha. You know, and all those scenes, and then you, and it's and it was a great audio experience. Then now I'm sure it's infinitely better. But you know, maybe I've had my share of. I, you know what, you know, I can sometimes. appreciate that because because yeah. the one thing about uh, our, our fine little uh, streaming station, Kloner now, we are not tied to the same particular set of rules for Canadian content, for instance. And I've heard every Brian Adams song through my headphones about 100,000 times. Ever. And, and what a great artist, great Canadian artist, April Wine. Like a lot of these, these bands actually got, in, in my estimation... They should be played because they're good. And we have great Canadian talent. So I, I, I just wish the rules could change, uh, is all I'm saying. So on, on streaming, you don't get tied to those same set of right, rules. Right, because the, the rules state that you're supposed to play, what is it, 30% Canadian 35, yeah, 35%, yeah. 35%. Which Canadian is song. which is heavy. It like is. It's, it's strong. Um, right. So that, it does make more sense, though. Um, you know, and I, I get the promotion of Canadian artists and that kind of thing. But I think at some point, get played because you're good. Yeah. What, what an idea. That's right. I don't know why what we got on the show. That's exactly. <laughs> right. Let's just can we like, I, edit that part out. And- fellow dad. Okay. And and you have you have names for your children, as do I. Uh, yes. So, and and this will, um, Tess will hate this, but I call it kiltzis. Like yeah. cute C's. But yeah. then we've we've shortened it over a while to Kiltzis. And then Jack, I don't know why we call him this, but we call him Gunner because we go skeet Perfect. shooting. And, and he's like, he's so good at just tracking the targets in his hand-eye. I'm awful at it. Like I am, I'm really terrible. And and he's really good. So I call him Gunner. And, and you know what? It, it's, it's like that on my phone and everything else. But you have... Uh, wonderful names for your children children's and it's it's uh peasy pop or no what do you call them what do you call them <laughs> do i call them a bit of, what um, do you call well, them? I, to be honest with you i usually call my little Haley girl or my little brooklyn it's usually what i usually call them and now they're grown up and so it's kind of weird because they're no, not little anymore no. but they i just can't help it i i, I call i call hey my little Haley girl what, yeah. what are you doing yeah. you know and she don't she doesn't mind it well, and um, but they they actually it's it's kind of an endearing thing, and I I, yeah. I and again, even on her on her wedding day or whatever, I'll still call gets us, and she will answer to that, yeah, because she's been called that most of her life. That's right, and it's it's actually you know it just means you were good looking. Yeah, like for example, I I you know I think we we do get nicknames for people. Like for example, I'll call you Reg. Oh hey yeah. Reg. Oh yeah, and I call you Marga. Yeah, so it's. It's and okay. I, and actually, we spell it like that on text. Which takes a lot of time. Well, Dude, that's geez. what, 18 extra letters. I could learn another language in that time. I get the A yeah. going, <laughs> and then the R, <laughs> and then I got to misspell it to G-H, because phonetically, that would make more sense. Right. Marga. So I find it funner to do that than our given name. See, names. and that's we weird. talked about having fun today. That's, oh, yeah. And, and here we are. <laughs> I don't know about the people listening, but <clears throat> we're... 
Well, people give give nicknames. Do you remember Seinfeld when when uh, <laughs> George wanted to get the nickname and they said T-bone. Well, the D. <laughs> And the best way to get the T-bone, like order T-bone, make a big deal about it. So then he does. And I just, I saw a live taping of Seinfeld. Oh, did you? I did. I went to Burbank and I saw it before it was a show. So some could say I'm a trendsetter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but it was really fun because he came out and he did his bit and, and he says, okay, got something in the mail. Uh I don't want to say anything, but uh, I may have already won. <laughs> don't remember entering the sweepstakes, um, but I could have, may have, already. Uh, already, I might have won. And I, I don't even, <laughs> I can't even remember the contest. And it was great because he, he says, okay, everyone's got microphones above you in the studio audience. And, and what I want you to do is you can clap and laugh at our show. Like if we're funny, clap and laugh at the show. But don't do Jerry White Chicago. <laughs> he goes, we, we won't pick that up and we're going to edit that out. So don't even try doing that because a lot of people try that. So, <laughs> But Jerry Seinfeld, what a comedian. Oh, fantastic. He's done okay. Yeah, he's done. He's done. We're not as good as you, Rick, but he's what? done. He's done pretty good. Yeah, but he's been a couple of good months together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's he's net a few, well, even a couple of good years together. I think. But he's clean comedy? A couple of, is clean comedy more, well, obviously it, it, it breaks all the barriers and everything else. Like you can yeah. go anywhere with that clean Jim comedy. Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan would him. be another one. Uh, very, yeah, it's, I like more of a dry sense of humor. Yeah, too, the irreverence. Yeah. See, there's that word again. There it is. Um, Especially when it does the, the, and I imagine it just a Joyce, her name is Joyce, in the crowd, when he says uh, something about, you know, uh, hot pockets. And then he's like, why is he saying all oh, that thing about the hot pockets? <laughs> when he does that other voice. Exactly. I think he's fantastic that way. He's very cerebral, though. He, Absolutely. He, I've heard him on interviews talking about the, the craft of comedy. And you can tell the stops, the pauses, the facial, like it's all an art form for him. Mm-hmm. And I, I so appreciate the Gaffigans and the Seinfelds and even Absolutely. even Seinfeld's old bits. Mm-hmm. Like about the luge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only Olympic event where you don't even have to want to try. <laughs> and he, oh, he pointed his toes. <laughs> World record. Perfect. <laughs> Okay, of course it's not really like that, Rick. But um, well, it's funny. I don't think we have any luges, luge I people. Just, I just to the luge people out there, we know there's more to it. Yeah. Than that. Keep your head down. Yeah. Any, um, and you can't have fat kneecaps. That's right. that's air drag. <laughs> exactly. We don't have the room for very long, so we'll just continue on this this uh, same vein. Um, your dad, I'm a dad. Do you find it difficult? Uh, does it bug you that a lot of the household chores, like the dishes, the keeping the room clean and all that stuff, I, I, I do find, uh, I don't get frustrated, but I, I often say to the, you know, can we just maybe not leave all the towels on the floor? Like, yes. maybe, like just all of them. That's my morning. <laughs> but, every, but every time... Yeah. On the floor there, eh? Hey? And do you really want to put that toothbrush back in your mouth? Because it's been sitting right there on the side of the... Did you notice the sink is soiled? 
No, I get, I get that. I think it's a thing, and then there's an age when it all, all of a sudden clicks. No, 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 maybe not. No, I, um, I, I don't think they just wake up one day and go, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna be a participating member of society. Yeah. I just don't think they wake up that day. <laughs> no, no. I think they actually they they struggle until, and that's why I started, you know, and and I had to bribe them. What's your secret? Uh, no, I had to bribe them. Oh, like really? Wow. I said, hey, what what's this <clears throat> worth to you? You know. <laughs> To kind of start looking at the towels. Yeah. I think I probably overshot the bribe thing. I got to start going backwards with it. Okay, see that thing? I'm taking it away. If you can't, you know, I got to start taking some stuff back. But what's know? funny is they look at you and then they say, this guy is an easy mark. So I can do whatever I want. And if I want those shoes, he's going to buy them. Well. Am I wrong? Yeah. Am I wrong? Well, and I, I do, this is nothing to be proud of, Rick. <laughs> at all. Oh, no. I, I'm not saying we're, we're not both failures yeah. as parents, but I, I still think it's interesting that we, we choose an incentive. And I do, I do this where I go, okay, well, and then we negotiate like it's $7 to clean up the sticks on the lawn before I mow it and then do all this other stuff. And it's really a big back and forth. And then we're down at one board shop and she's like, I really need those shoes and I just buy them. So I don't even know why she needs currency. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unless you, you'd never know. You could have a real good saver on your hands there. Wow. That's going to be good for the future. You know what? You know, look at you in the just, glass is just brimming well, with fullness. Okay. No, but, you, <laughs> but no, you, I'm just thinking maybe that's what she's got going on because my little ones do the same thing. Your you know, pinky pops? I give them. You call them pink, a name. Pink, pinky pop. Okay, okay. anyhow, so we, do, we don't have to. It's, you have to be in a certain mood to say that name. Well, you do. And I'll get, maybe I'll get there. Right? But anyways, what I'm saying. We're well into the show, Mark. Oh, yeah. Uh, if this is a show. <laughs> I don't know if it's a show. They're going to be edited a lot. So, no, I, you know, my one little one there, she's a hunter-gatherer, forager type. You know, so she knows, you know, at 13, she knows every type of plant. Dad, there's this kind of plant, and she's drying them out. And this, you know, this is good for this herbal healing. She's really into it. Mm -hmm. So when I say, hey, we got to weed this area so we can, you know, get some landscaping fabric down and put some, maybe some rocks down so we don't have to weed that all the time. She's like right in there. Can't even pay her. She, really? She loves doing it. But oh. of course, if you say, "Can you just just reach down there and just pull that thing up about four and a half feet and just put it around the towel rack there?" It is. Oh, and it's uncanny because I'll have the logical speech with them about, you know, it's probably just kind of teamwork. You know, let's be fair. Let's do it for the family. <laughs> but apparently, we still have to throw the clothes right on the ground there. Yeah. What's great about what you just said about the whole uh, plant encyclopedia that she is, right? is we were walking through, my family and I were walking through Chichenia, the the ruins in Mexico, and I am not a historical guy. I, I still see them as, they should really fix up the place, you know? <laughs> and so we're walking through there, and, and Jack, who's a, a historical phenomenon, you know, starts talking about how they played games and everything else. And he could be telling me something where he's just simply making it up for dear old dad. Yeah. And I would be going, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. So you're saying they actually dunked the the rock basketball into that hoop 
Um, and they were double teaming and they still were able to levitate on that platform over there, uh, AKA trampoline. Like he could be saying all that and stuff. And the losers were sacrificed. Yeah. <laughs> like he could say all that. I'd be like, wow. Cause I know. And, and you know what? That's my fault. Okay. But it's still, it's wonderful when I see a, a child who may or may not be playing with they're their probably, They're probably actually telling you the truth, Rick. You can tell from the passion because um, I'll tell you, my, my little Haley girl, she knows the plants, everything in the yard, and she did a, a whole report on it and uh, of native and indigenous plants, and, and the teacher raved about it. And oh, it's, well, that's yeah, good. And I said, what, did you write the curriculum? Because it was right up her alley. So I'm assuming that it's actually factual. Isn't it? Isn't it fun to go to parent-teacher interviews? Well, sure. Yeah, no, like, honestly, it's it's nice when the, you know, because you feel like Except you've done math. something. Well, <laughs> it's not that, it doesn't have to be. Math can be fun, you know, I mean, there's some... But yes, some aspects of it are. And the art class is great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they, they have, you know what? They have their stuff in the wheelhouse. That's and that's right. great. That's what's happening. And that's the key. We're, we're running out of time here with Mark Gontro and having a, a pretty good time. What What's your pet peeve? I can tell you what mine is. It's people driving Ben Volen on the left-hand side. And, and they, they're having a little race, but it's five kilometers below the speed limit with the other car in the right-hand lane. So there's a fast lane, which is the left-hand side. And I think why the roadmakers built two lanes is for some sort of, you know, well, yeah. traffic flow. Right. So when they don't do that, I feel like they are going to my house and stealing from me. <laughs> like, that's the way I feel. Well, and that should be it. And I don't... That is a frustrating one, I'll, I'll have to admit. Yeah, but... What is going on with me to make me like I get wound up and I don't do anything, but I have visualized and fantasized about getting a push bar created, put on my truck and just going, hey, guess what? Yeah, you're going to move ahead. Not today. <laughs> what is your pet peeve? Well, gosh. I mean, oh, you have a I, ton of I them. I probably don't have any. Oh, I'm just wrong. No, you well, are holier than I'm now. so wrong about that, the pet peeve thing. No, um, I guess. Let me think about it. No, it's dry. No, here's one. Ready? <laughs> see. Did you think I had that ready? Well, what do you got? Okay. So, you know, sometimes when you're, you know, say you're you're playing, a, you're DJing, and, and the people come up to you, and they, not the people, but this one particular kind of person, it's a male, <laughs> And he usually suggests, hey, dude, if you play this, I'm getting lucky tonight. That one. And it's, it's not so much the the generic statement. It, it, you know, he doesn't really realize that there's been about 17 other dudes that have said that in the last two hours to me. So it's just that they would think that. What would be one of the songs? It's actually going to work. No, know? no. And, and, and that's just it. And, it's, it's, and, that's, and, the thing, and that's the giveaway because it's not a song that any woman would really want to, you know. It's something that's just manly <laughs> well, and not romantic. Something about your truck or something, you know. <laughs> Play that one about my truck. I'm sure that's going to work. So but that, that one's a, that's kind of a thing. We, we've still kind of as males think that driving along and honking the horn. 
and kind of gesturing to them. Well, we don't. That, I don't, Rick, for the record. No, but... You know, I don't... No. And, and some other males think of, of sending pictures of, Most. of, of anatomy is, yeah. is going to be a thing. Exactly. Like, can you believe that? I can't. No, honestly, it is... It is uh, well, it's ridiculous. And anyone who's ever done that, I'm sorry, unless it's to... But even then, even to a spouse, I don't even think... I don't even want... I can't even think of that on the internet. Yeah, I mean, because that I, would I, probably I, break the internet. You would you know. if you could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. wreck it, Rick. <laughs> no, I. Uh, it's all in the same. You know, that's so. That's kind. That's sort of my pet peeve. Is that but, sort of? But it's like that you Neanderthal go in, type of. But type but of thinking. it's a little bit like when when I go in for a haircut and they say, "Hey, do you want a do you want a two? Do you want a four? Do you want a?" And I'm like. I would like the haircut that makes me far more attractive than I currently am. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. You like, do it. Yeah. Yeah. I came to the professional yeah. so that I wouldn't cut my own hair because I think you're going to add something to this. Right. Yeah. If or you wouldn't mind. taking away. Less is more. Just go with that. I agree. I do the same thing. Yeah. How about the more attractive haircut? Is that on your board? Yeah. That's the one I'd want. <laughs> exactly. Because we don't know. We have no idea. It's like when you ask, the, right. when the plumber says, do you want, do you want the 17ABC or do you want the 17BC? Like, honestly, you're like, <laughs> I, I just, I kind of like telling the pipes to not leak anymore. Yeah. You know. Like, oh, I could do that. If you could. <laughs> and our time is over and somebody just walked by the studio in high heel shoes. Did that happen? Can you imagine? I can't. And she had a she had a cadence on her, like she was in a she had a purpose. She had it. There, there was something something's gone down with head office. Like, <laughs> hey, wait a second, could it? The yeah, idea, yes, it this it, interview it, maybe it probably it. it uh oh, uh, yeah, you yeah. know HR. I think um, maybe the maybe the boring meter went off in the head office. <laughs> ding 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 ding. And they I have just, they have that meter. They have that. Meter. I, 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 um, damn it. Do you? Uh, had high heeled shoes, uh, garden party I was at, and and this lovely lady who dressed up for the garden party, and she, you know, she was wearing her Sunday best, and and she looked regal, like honestly, very elegant woman, but the problem was in a garden party, and you have high heeled shoes with the pegs on the heels, right is that eventually she dropped three inches <laughs> after, <laughs> and you know. I, I walked up to her half joking, half not. I said, if you wouldn't mind walking over here, because this lawn hasn't been aerated over here. <laughs> and she looked at me and she, nothing. Nothing, nothing. Do you, do you ever do that? Like where you have some good stuff, well, moderately good stuff, and it's nothing. it just gets like there's nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah. In fact, I, I often, <clears throat> when I mispronounce something, yeah, as I think I did earlier, I'll often, I'll often say I, I have a hard time pronunciating that, and usually there's just yeah. no reaction. But, and I find it maybe it's not humorous, I, and it has to be said dry. Well, you can't say it. Uh, I think I mispronunciated. Like you can't right. lean so, on it. So, and I did. I usually did, I don't think there's ever really ever a reaction. It's, no, there can't be any facial. I think no, but I mean from from the person I say it to. So, yeah, yeah. so th that's kind of similar, right? I think it's funny. So it I was, clearly isn't. <laughs> I was on a, 
I may or may not have been on a morning show, and and for me, I've always mislaid the name of Patrick Swayze. So my mind now can say that word, right. Swayze. But uh, what was it before? Swayze, and I used to always say that. <laughs> And and for some reason, Roadhouse came up in conversation. Great film, you must see it. Yeah. And and uh, I said, oh, that was with uh, Patrick. And I I kind of <laughs> swaze. <laughs> and I didn't. My brain actually kept going whir click whir click yeah. whir. And I knew I don't have the actual name to be able to say it. Right. But now, years later, here we are, Patrick. See, see there you, you did you it. Did, you, you did, did it. You, you just, can't. No, you were gonna. No, but you Swaze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, I think you just infected me. I know, Damn, and that's how that's how contagious. Good thing I don't is. talk about him a lot. But can you say pronunciate without pronunciating? I can't. Yeah, I usually say I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time pronunciating that one. And it, and even at the UN, you know, let's say you had a, a very important meeting. I, I think you would actually it would come out as pronunciate. I think it would. Yeah. And then I would feel silly because everybody would like probably be thinking to themselves, oh, he doesn't know how to pronounce it. I can't believe we gave him the contract. I, I can't believe he can't pronounce it. That's what they're thinking, you know. But And then uh, they're like, maybe we should pull back, you know. So it's a, these are challenges. No, this is, this this is, is important is, stuff, right? This is very real. Uh, I know we didn't talk about inflation or the global crisis. Well, there's no global crisis. No. no. Anyway, I've enjoyed the heck out of this, but uh, we only have the room till six. So, <laughs> listen, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. What does the J stand for, James? Yeah. Okay. What does it stand for in your case? Uh, John. So my mother, my mother said, uh, when I asked her one time, I said, why, why is it Richard John? And she said, well, because uh, King Richard and, and then Pope John. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I got some, what lofty, a combo. some yeah. lofty expectations there. Yeah. I think mine was just, you know, one syllable. <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah. well, there were some famous James. Okay. I can't think of any. But There's been a lot of marks on the world. Oh, and that's yeah. the thing. It's easier to, you know, I just, it's easier to write. I think that was the idea originally. Yeah. It's the original name. Because they thought you were just a little bit well, no, like it's you, you didn't. Name. You didn't walk uh, right off the hop. Still can't. No, properly. Well, with that hitch, yeah. How are you gonna? <laughs> anyway, we we got to go. Uh, thanks so much, Mark Gontrell. It's my pleasure, Richard.